Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. All right, Bubba. Welcome back on a Monday. How you doing? Doing well, fellas. How about you guys? We are good. Good. Better if Arkansas had won two out of three instead of one out of three. But this just in, Bubba, LSU's pretty good at baseball. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. They're, they're the real deal. They really are. They've got veteran guys up and down their lineup. Uh, they've got they've got good pitching. I'll tell you, they're, they're Friday night guy, Paul Skeens. He's the real deal. Um, just crazy, his fastball. I know I, I want to say like his third pitch into the game was 102. He averaged upper 90s. I mean, that's that's a pretty special arm right there. So uh, they're, they're good. But, you know, it was uh, overall, it was, the fact that we beat him, I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, we're, we're, you know, we got we got crushed on Saturday." But look, we beat their best guy in their ballpark on Friday night. So you got to take you got to take that as a positive. And so, you know, we'll see. But Wes, Wes was did you get to go, Wes? Man, the weather screwed us, Baba. I uh, had a tea time Friday mid morning, and then they moved the game to noon, so we couldn't we couldn't go then. And then we had tickets for game two late Saturday. Well, then they changed it, made a doubleheader, and we were on the golf course for that. And we couldn't get game three tickets for uh, Saturday night. So, no, I I was in Baton Rouge and never made it to one game. You see the theme here, Bubba. Wes likes golf more than Arkansas. Yeah, it's all about priorities, Wes. Just saying. I think he has, as clearly stated, <laughs> golf is his number one priority. Well, the way I played, I should have gone the game. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know if that would have made things any better had West been there on Saturday, but um, you know it's still been nice. The support would have been nice. The Razorback fans. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this, Bubba: the way the wind was blowing down there in Baton Rouge, and it was blowing out, and there were a couple home runs that, including Fridays, uh, that tied it up in the eighth. And you even saw the Hagen Smith's reaction. He pointed in the air like it was a pop up, and he thought it was an out, and the ball just kept going on and on and on. But and, and I know the wind caused some of those, but. What's going on with the ball? I mean, it just seems the home runs are way up this year. I'm seeing some, you know, not that the ball would have mattered on a couple of the home runs we saw this weekend, but there are times where you're – I'm like, that ball is a home run? That, that opposite field shot's a home run? So, okay, so Ben McDonald talked about it during the broadcast, and he, he seems to think something's going on with the baseball as well. Just, just so many home runs. But, you know, Phil's run the numbers on them, and – we're only two weekends in, but there's fewer home runs in SEC this year per per at bat than there were last year. Of course, I think that number is going to go up as the weather warms up. But I look at I look at exit velo West, and we actually talked about that. We record the uh, the bases loaded podcast on Monday morning, and we I just got done talking to that, and exit velos are up. So people get sick of me talking about exit velo, mm-hmm. but that that says a lot how hard balls hit. And the, the gold standard is usually 95 miles an hour. If a guy hits the ball 95 miles an hour; it's considered a hard hit ball. Well, 
this year I've never seen this many balls hit over 100 miles an hour, and I'm talking from Razorback hitters and opposing teams. Now, I think part of that is guys are just bigger and stronger. But a lot of that, I mean, some of that, you've you got to look at it and say, okay, something's different here. The bats are the same. They, they're testing the bats, so the bats haven't changed. So guys are either way stronger or there's something different going on with the baseballs. And I think I think it's the baseball. I don't know if they've lowered the seams, made them a little harder, made the ball a little lighter. They're doing something different, I think. Are we testing for steroids? I just want to throw it out there. I'm kidding. No, we're not we're all natural. Okay. Up here. Just check Um can we talk about clutch hitters for Arkansas? Let's focus on the Friday game because that was a fun one. Um Kendall yeah. Diggs, it's is he allowed to hit a solo home run or is that not a deal? Is that not a thing for him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's awesome, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you love it when he comes up in those situations. But how about the freshman, Reese Robinette? Mm-hmm. You know, he's uh, he's uh, a freshman, comes up there, huge, huge at bat uh, in that 10th inning, the three-run homer he hit. Uh, just goes up to the plate, nice and calm, game didn't beat up on him. That was a big at bat. And that, that at bat right there might get him some – some more uh, playing time. He, right. he may be a guy we start to see a little bit more on the weekend. Where? There's – where is it going to fit in? Yeah, I don't know. Yo, know, possibly third base. Reese can play third. You know, he's been working out more at first, or he could play first and move Brady over to third. Uh, either, either one. Um, but I, I, he's a big left-handed bat. That it'd be nice to have him in the lineup. Just see what he can do on a daily basis. What are more? What's more exciting than a pinch hit home run, Bubba? Give me a couple things. Is there anything you can think of? Ooh, that's hard to beat, guys. Especially in the tenth inning. I mean, that's, that's about as good as it gets yeah. at LSU, packed house, Friday night or Friday day, 10th uh, inning. I don't know if it gets much better than that. The only thing that would have made that better had it been a walk-off. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, but Diggs Grand Slam made it all all the better. It was fun. Did uh, You don't see a lot of extra inning 9-2 uh, to two games or whatever it ended up. Is that right? 9-2? to 9-3. 9-3. Um, no. uh, we started talking about him the other day. He's from the same town as uh, Cheryl Crow. Will you ask him next time you see him if he's ever bumped in during town at the Walmart? Who's that? Reed R- Robinette. Or... Yep. Robinette. I'll ask him. And I see. doubt he even knows I who that is. Had... He's like, I don't even know who that is, actually. <laughs> you know, he, who is she? He won't know. Yeah. He's big country. He's not going to know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Hagen Smith, Hunter Holland, to hold LSU down to three runs in ten innings after watching them hit Saturday in a doubleheader, that – to me, that was impressive. They have stuff, and that's what it takes to beat a team like LSU with a lineup like that. you got to have stuff, and you better have your A stuff when you pitch against them. But what did you think of their performance? It was unbelievable. Hunter Holland, I mean, he 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 absolutely just carved those guys up. And what makes Hunter so, so tough is if he can pitch to both sides of the plate. Lefties or righties are only hitting 229 against Hunter. Um I mean, he's able to throw that two-seam fastball right at their front hip, run it over the front edge of the plate, or he can backdoor a cutter. And he pitches from the third base side of the rubber. So, he, I mean, he absolutely carves up righty. Um, and then Hagen, Hagen, we know what Hagen is. He's, a, he's awesome, and he's just dominant. But they both have elite stuff. And, and you're right, Wes, to, to shut that lineup down like they did. And the home run was a fly ball. The mm-hmm. freshman catcher hit it, and it looked like a pop-up, and it just kept carrying and it actually went way out. Um, but, you know, to see what they did, it was it was pretty impressive. Now, you go into Saturday, 
you're like, man, if we could just squeak one win out here and win this series. But it just, you know, it didn't happen. A lot of people are frustrated, and a lot of people are thinking, you know, they need to get Hagen back in the starting rotation. And I don't think it's time to do that yet. That Friday night game is so important. And with those two guys piggybacking off of each other, uh, it's we're going to win a lot of Friday night games. And then they kind of got screwed with the weather. Hagen, uh, they they knew that that they were playing two on Saturday, and he wasn't going to be able to come back. So they just they you know they used him up Friday. But if it would have been a case of you know Sunday, then they could he didn't have to pitch the bottom of the tenth with the nine one lead, you know, and they could have pulled him out and used him for Sunday in hopes of winning that game. So it just it was unfortunate weather wise that with two games on Saturday they could only get Hagen one game. Yeah, you're right. And then, but as things played out, you know, on Sunday, of course, things could have ended up different on Sunday, you know, had we done a, a traditional Friday, Saturday, Sunday game. But, you know, depending on how many pitches he throws, if, if he doesn't throw the 10, he's kind of pushing the limits of whether or not he can come back on Sunday or not. Probably could have come back for an inning. But mm-hmm. um, what do you think, Wes and, and Justin, are you guys, do y'all like what DBH has done with those pulling Hagen out of the starting rotation and put him in the pen? Are y'all sold on that yet? If Dave likes it, I love it, usually. And also, what, he's made three appearances in this new role and they've won all three games? It's kind of hard to argue against mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people complaining about it, saying, how do you take your best guy, your best starter, and put him in the pen? But I think you, 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 you do it. You give your team the best chance to win a series by doing that with Hagen. I think it. I think it really does maximize your chance right now with a, a bullpen that's a little bit, you know, tattered. But you know, we tattered. need two guys to step up. I mean, bottom line is we have to have a couple more arms that we can rely on out of there. And I thought, I thought uh, Ben Ben Bobby was really good. I thought Christian Faust came in and threw a good inning. And hey, by the way, uh, Justin, you ask me every every week. You want to know who the starter is yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, I do, and I already know because Dave told us. So thanks a lot. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Bobby for those who are missing earlier. Um, here's my thing about that. You know, uh, it was it is an unconventional move, is what I would call the Hagen Smith thing. But you have got to have a pretty dang healthy ego, bordering on lunacy, to question the Dave Van Horn move when it comes to his rotation at this point in his run. I mean, do you really think you know better? Yeah, it's a little out of the ordinary, but he's obviously trying to put the Band-Aid on it right now. And he talked about trying to find some more arms. I don't know who that's going to be. Maybe you have some answers on that, Bubba. But to me, you'd be awfully cocky to try to – I mean, that's, I haven't heard anything that crazy since Wes tried to tell Musselman to play zone so Vanover could get on the court. But anyway. Um, so, so you're saying that the people on Twitter are wrong? Yeah, occasionally they are. And I'm one of them. So I don't question the GOAT. What uh, What did you? What do you think will happen? Because he did see you know, they need a couple more guys to perform. Is Bybee going to be one of those guys, you think? Or who else stands I, I out? I think he might be. I like him and Christian Faust both. I tell you, they're both big freshmen. Uh, they both throw mid-90s. Uh, got that. I'll tell you what Bybee's got. He's got that big traditional 12-6 breaking ball. When you're a guy that's 6'5", throwing that 12-6 breaking ball, it looks like it's starting over your head. It breaks down in the zone. Christian Faust throws 94-95, and he's got a, a splitty that he throws. That's, it's really it's this split finger change, but it's really more of a fork ball. And it goes up there, and the bottom just falls out of it. So they both have elite fastballs, and they both have an elite secondary pitch. And that's what you got to have. And uh, and they both seem to have the makeup to get it done. They're, they they don't get rattled out there. You, they both pitched at LSU. 
crazy. Of course, it was late in the game, and and I think I think those are two guys that, that can go in and get it done. And we'll probably we'll see both of them Tuesday night, and we'll see how they do. And if they do well, I, I think we'll see them on the weekend. I like Cody Adcock. I think he's got good stuff. Honestly, I, I was kind of disappointed he got pulled early uh, yesterday. I thought he maybe could have gone a little longer, but I'm not going to second guess Dave Van Horn, oh. even though it just sounded like I did. I did not. <laughs> uh, what did you see out of Adcock? He was leaving balls up in the zone, and and they were hitting it. And but look, Cody's got elite stuff too. Cody Adcock's the real deal. He showed how good he was against Auburn, but now the Auburn lineup's nothing like LSU. He mistakes with Auburn, and his stuff is good enough to get away with it. You make a mistake against the LSU lineup, they're going to hurt you, and they did. He's just got to He's got to be able to keep the ball down in the zone. He can ride that 95 mile an hour fastball up every once in a while, but he's got to be able to pitch down in the zone. Him and Will McIntyre both. And and I'll tell you, look, here's what's frustrating to me: are some of the O2 hits we're giving up. Are just they're to me they're they're they just they're they're unforced errors. You get a guy down 0-2, you got to make a quality pitch. I know they're not trying to hang a curveball 0-2 or throw a ball down the middle, but I think we should do a better job 0-2. If you look at some of the 0-2 hits we gave up this weekend, they were huge in big situations. You know, I look at I look at Dylan Carter. He was he came in and he made some great pitches to Dylan Cruz, who by the way that. That guy is unbelievable, the center fielder for LSU. I mean, the real deal, five-tool guy. Um, he made some great pitches, threw some great two-seam fastballs in on him, ended up walking him, and then Tommy White comes up, and he gets him to chase a couple of sliders. The, the 0-1 slider Dylan threw him, bounced on the plate he swung at, and then 0-2 he throws one down the middle, and Tommy White hits a grand slam. I mean, those are things that just can't happen. You know, you get a guy in swing mode, make him chase. And I think I think that's been something that's hurt us a little bit as a pitching staff. And it's not pitch calling; it's just executing that pitch and just doing a better job right there of getting ahead with strikes, getting outs with balls. I think I think that's something we need to get better at. How many uh, uh, pros does LSU have on that team? Hitters? Wow, uh, their first—they're probably their first six guys. Mm-hmm. I would say for sure will play pro ball. Um, you know, maybe even you, you look even their shortstop Jordan Thompson's a good. I mean, he's yeah, probably their whole lineup. Yeah, I mean, there's just not a weak link in that lineup. Now they're all older guys, and they're just good. They're mature. They're veterans. They've had a lot of at bats. They're strong. I mean, they have a good approach at the plate. Other than Tommy White swinging at curveballs in the dirt, I mean, if you make a mistake, he'll crush it. But, you know, he's got holes in the swing, but some of those guys don't. Uh, Dylan Cruz is is one of the best hitters I've seen. And and too bad you were on the golf course, Wes. You didn't get a chance to see him, but he's the real deal. Oh, we were watching. You know, that's technology these days. You can watch on your phone while you're playing golf. And I wanted to dislike <laughs> Dylan Cruz so much and that entire LSU team. But I'm watching Arkansas change pitchers and – you got Stovall and and Bolton, and they're all joking around with Cruz at second base, and you can tell they're 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 buddies. And then you start thinking, these are guys they've been traveling around the country, maybe on the same team or playing against each other. You know, baseball. You know that that travel ball. It's a fraternity, and those guys are friends. I think I figured out why you didn't have a great golf outing. Because I was watching. Yeah. Yeah. Golf's hard when it's got a hundred percent of your attention. If you're distracted, it's really difficult. 
So maybe it was the wind. He said the wind was blowing. Oh, it, it was had to be, howling. Maybe it was the wind. Oh yeah. no, no doubt. Friday's <laughs> round was because of the wind. I figured in East Texas you. We have pine trees, and that helps a little oh, okay. bit. You can keep it a little lower. I guess West Texas. People in Lubbock, they know how yes. to play against South the South Texas, mm-hmm. yeah, no trees. Gotcha. Keep it low. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, Bubba, we're going to let you go. Thanks for the heads up on the pitcher tomorrow. That was really cool to get that finally after all these years of asking for it. Um, <laughs> Nebraska-Omaha, 7-10. and 10. Arkansas will hopefully be hanging out in their hometown at the end of the season, um, and hopefully they'll be bashing them tomorrow. You know what's funny is I thought there was a typo because I had forgotten what a start Arkansas had, but I was like, after that win – on Friday, they were twenty and two. Now they're twenty and four, yeah. and with all the issues with the pitching staff, they're twenty and four in first place. By the way, and they're four and two in SEC. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, people, I, I agree, and I'm, I'm so glad you pointed that out, Justin, because um, with everything that's gone on with this team, to be twenty and four right now, hey, that's I think it's incredible. I really do. I think it's the best job. DBH has done as a, as a head coach. I think he's had to really, you know, pull the strings and pull all the right strings to get this done. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to keep getting better. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things we can improve on, but you know, I, I like the direction we're going. I really do. And and you know, I think uh, I think we're just going to keep getting better. Have you had a chance to see much of Alabama yet before we let you go? Uh, not a whole lot. They've lost lost both series. Uh, but at least they didn't get swept. I mean, with all the sweeps in the SEC, I don't know if y'all have looked at the standings, but Ole Miss is 0-6, Mississippi State's 0-6 in the SEC play right now. Um, I think Bama's 2-4. and four. Um, But, yeah, it's crazy. The, the East is kind of dominating right now the West, which is totally flip-flop from what it was last year. But it's early on. But, yeah. you know, Bama's going to come in. They beat us the last, what, probably three times we played them. They beat us in the series last year. They beat us in Hoover. Um, so, but they're going to be a good team, but I, I like, I think it's a good team to be, for us to be playing right now. I really do. Okay. I love it. Bubba, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Thanks to Johnston's home center down in Benton and, uh, sign off. All right. Appreciate those. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. There we go. Thank you, Bubba.